Welcome to Life Without Secrets. Do you often find yourself comparing your life to your friends on social media? You see the glamour, the success, the perfect family, the perfect kids, the awesome vacations. But what's really behind the highlight reel? In Life Without Secrets, we are going to dive deep and reveal the secrets, struggles, and strategies people have used in real life to get to who they are now and who they are becoming. Because the truth is, nobody is perfect, and you are never alone in what you're going through. So don't forget to subscribe to the show, because it's time to connect on a deeper level and grow together. Hey there, welcome back. Are you ready to learn how to have more inner peace, great clarity and confidence, and a more fulfilling and joyful life? Well, today we are going to dive in with Amy Anifison on the show. Amy has been described as a sacred soother, thought organizer, and resistance resolver by her clients. I read her mission and I had to have her on here. Amy's mission in life is to help millions of people take control of their destiny, double and triple their income, improve relationships with themselves and their families, have thriving businesses and careers, and overcome life obstacles and challenges such as addiction, injuries, past trauma, infertility, depression, and more. That in itself just resonated with me and what we are doing on the show. Amy is an international positive change coach, intuitive mentor, and keynote speaker who is here with us right now to talk about the approach she has created that has transformed thousands of lives and helped people gain a deeper understanding of their emotions, calm their nervous system, and become a magnet for miraculous experiences. Amy, thank you so much for taking the time out to come on the show today. I know you're super busy and I just really appreciate you being here. Well, thank you, Jill. I appreciate you asking me to be here. I love what you're doing. And I think it's such an important uh, thing that we're, we're putting out into the world for people to be heard and to be seen and to uplift. So thank you for having me. Yeah, absolutely. So I would love to just dive in and learn today. I'm actually just really excited to learn myself. And I know everybody is listening and very excited with me. I think we can always use more tools in our toolbox when we're dealing with our struggle struggles. And so could you tell us about the tools you've created to help your clients overcome their obstacles and challenges? Yes, I one of my most powerful tools, I it's called my emotional guidance scale. Um, and it has a list of emotions that we feel because the one thing we all have in common is emotions and learning how to deal with them and process them and get our nervous system back to calm is such an important piece. And so I did create this emotional guidance scale so people can see because emotions feel like they're nebulous, like you can't really um get a hold of them. But whenever you can see where you're, I, I use the word vibration and emotions, they're one and the same, but when you can see where you're vibrating, now you can take a look at yourself because so much of the time we're looking out into the world and creating all kinds of perspectives and stories. But when we can take a moment to, it's like the selfie button on our phone, right? When we're looking out the camera, like, Oh, this younger generation, they know how to take selfies. <laughs> Right. <laughs> we take a selfie and we look at ourselves. We're like, oh, what's going on with me? What am I feeling? Why am I feeling this? What's going through my head? And how can I change this so I can take back control over my own emotions and my perspective and back into my power? So I do have an emotional guidance scale. That's one of the tools that I, I use with my clients. And then I also have my oasis approach to life. And it's it's my 15 years of being a coach 
of what I've put together to really become mindful and aware and more present with yourself so that you can manage the challenges that come in life because they're always going to be there. And when we can learn to not resist them, but instead say, okay, I am where I am and here's how I help myself. And here's how I move through this. And this is how I help myself get better instead of resisting. I can't believe I'm here. I can't believe they did this. I can't believe I did this. You know, the shame and and the guilt that we feel are very low energy states. So learning how to process that is a very helpful thing. So I created my Oasis approach, which is an Yeah, tell us more about that. Yeah. And so O stands for opening to receive. So I'm going to tell just a little story around this. When I became a coach, I was like, oh, good, I'm going to be able to help more people. And I go into our coaching and we literally did receiving exercises. Like we had to like let in love. We had to let in positive thoughts. We had to let someone give to us. And it was so uncomfortable for me. I was blown away by how uncomfortable it was to receive from someone. It's kind of like when we get a compliment, is that kind of like the feeling and you're like, don't know what to do with it? Yeah. And you, you know, someone gives you, yeah, they give you a compliment and then you tell why they shouldn't think that about you or, you know, whether, no matter what it is. So I, I really, I'll just be honest. I sucked at receiving. Like I had no idea. My, I literally started getting neck pain when I went through my training, had to go to a chiropractor because it was so hard for me to receive. And, but it was such an amazing lesson for me of the importance. And I think it's why my marriage is so good now, um, because I learned how to receive love from mm. my husband and receive love from my kids. I wasn't always the one that had to give because when you're giving, you're in control. Oh man, I when resonate with that a lot. When you're receiving, you're just letting it in, you're allowing. So, that was a huge thing. So that's the first part of um, the Oasis approach is opening yourself to receive and how to let it in. Then the A stands for awareness and it's awareness of your thoughts and your emotions. And that just takes some time because you can't change anything unless you are aware. Totally. So we want awareness when I always say with no judgment. So you become aware of those thoughts, aware of the emotions and your emotions are really they're indicators from what your thoughts are. So all the emotions are okay. I always like to say that because we're like, oh, I can't feel this way. I, I can't believe I thought that. And so we can be really hard on ourselves for the thoughts and emotions we have, but really we just want to be aware with no judgment. We've got to learn how to not judge ourselves, but just to, to look at things. Do you feel like the negative emotions are kind of like warning signs or how do we process those negative emotions? What do we do with them when we're aware of them? It can be a warning sign that your thoughts and the stories that you're saying to yourself are getting momentum in a direction that you don't want to go. So, you know, you know, we, we use our imagination to think up all the things that could go wrong or the things that have happened in the past. And so we can have all of these triggered emotions But when we are aware of that emotion, we can look at it. I had an emergency call with a client earlier today, and she was really, really triggered by a situation and she was angry, but she was also feeling guilty and guilty, by the way, is like second to the bottom, lowest vibration you can operate from. And I'm just saying like, as a mother or any person out in the world, 
it's amazing how much guilt we feel, especially when you're an empath sensitive and you have such a compassionate heart for people, you, you feel a lot of emotions. And so we're like, I should do more. But these emotions of lower vibrations, it's, it's not about pushing them away, but it's identifying, well, what is it that I'm feeling? Because the moment that you can identify the emotion, now you've stopped the storyline of how bad it could get or what could go wrong. And you, you're now looking, you've taken that selfie and saying, okay, what's going on with me? Mm, I like that. And, and so when you can look at it, then there's the next letter in the Oasis approach is um, softening stories as softening stories. That's the process of moving up this emotional guidance scale that I have. And we are softening the stories that we say to ourselves and bring ourselves back into alignment with the wholeness of who we are. In other words, we we learn to talk to ourselves with more grace, with more compassion, with more kindness, and we give ourselves a break. And when we give ourselves a break, now we feel okay because when we can be in this calm place, then we can have better ideas. We have better timing. Things work out. Everything is much easier when we're in a lighter place. And so uh, my client earlier, she was feeling all kinds of emotions and I just helped her to be okay with them. Like it was totally okay to feel all that you're feeling under the situation that you had. And then she stopped beating herself up for how she was feeling and helped her just accept you are where you are and we'll figure out the next step. I wanted to get her energy aligned first. So that's always the the first thing is aligning your energy before you take the action. So the mom that feels guilty, I love, I love this. Like if we could create like a little bit of an example, because I feel like I resonate with that as well. If I'm in a moment and I'm feeling guilty about not doing enough that day uh, for my kids, whether I'm you know, busy working from home or I had to clean the house and they wanted to play with me. I feel like it's, it's always, you know, Oh gosh, you feel guilty instead of feeling guilty. You know, do we replace that story then with like, um, you know, I, I love my kids, you know, I, I am there for them. You know, I, I make their lunches. We read books every night and we, is is that how we kind of soften those stories? Yeah, that, that is one approach because you really want to acknowledge, like when you feel the guilt, that's your indicator that you're thinking thoughts that your inner being will not join you with. In other words, your inner being loves you unconditionally and loves your kids and everyone else in the world, which may be kind of hard to believe. But when we aren't thinking thoughts aligned with our own inner being, we feel these emotions and that's, you know, the guilt. So you do want to acknowledge yourself and you recognize, no, I am a good mom because you'll hear a, a storyline playing like I, I need to be doing more. And you might see things out on Instagram and these perfect, you know, parent relationships. And so you, you have to realize that there's, they have all the emotions behind the scenes too. Um, nothing wrong with, with having the best moments on there because it can be inspiring, but you also have to know they have all the emotions and all the the problems too. So you just have to keep that all in perspective. But by acknowledging yourself, you are closing the gap between you and you. And you're able to feel good about yourself. And then when you feel good about yourself, you can have a true conversation like, 
you know what? I, I can make time to play with my kids because um, I, I feel so much better about where I'm at. And you literally can close the time gap of not enough time and you can realize, oh, five or 10 minutes, I can, I can spend time with them and you can take a little break because sometimes we get hyper-focused on one thing. But when we become present and we changed our inner dialogue, we're like, oh, I have time for both. I can clean, I can clean the kitchen and, and spend time with my kids where we didn't have access to that thought in the guilt, guilt energy. And so softening the stories, it's a process of learning how to elevate your energy state first. And then the I in Oasis is intentional living where you start learning how to be more intentional with the different, even let's just start with the different segments in your day where you set the tone of, you know, when you go get in your car, you can set the tone of, oh, I'm going to arrive on time. I'm going to have friendly drivers around me. I'm going to hit all the green lights. There's going to be great music playing. You're training your mind how to think about what you do want in this upcoming segment instead of what could go wrong. So it's like a muscle that you have to build. So those are like little segments during the day or first thing in the morning, you know, as soon as you know you're awake, go into gratitude and say, thank you. Thank you for this soft pillow. Thank you for my bed. Thank you. You know, when we get into gratitude and appreciation, it's one of the highest emotional vibrations we can operate in. And from there, everything just becomes easier. So we really want to be intentional um, before we step into something each day and each segment, because it's going to, you're going to have different intentions driving a car versus when you're, uh, in the ER room, right? You, in the ER room, you know, you come in and you're like, I'm going to be fully present. I'm going to be, uh, you know, the, the hands of God and div- divine messages are going to come through my mouth and my, my body to, to help this person in any way I can. Mm-hmm. What's funny too, though, is that in ER in training, like, And this is why this is great for me to use as well. I'm trained to think about the worst case scenario, right? Like I'm always thinking about what's the worst thing that's going to happen and how can I be more prepared for that worst thing that's going to happen? And so this is a real training process for people like me that work in that kind of environment because that's what we do is we're always thinking one step ahead to save somebody's life potentially. That's a great point. And, and so many people on the job, they're looking for the problems, how to fix it, how to be prepared. And so there, and of course, there is that piece of knowing what you need to do physically. And what I'm speaking about is an energetic shift in the energy. And so we want to manage our energy and then take these action steps that we've learned what to do, but you're coming from an energy of confidence, empowerment, and knowing that you can make a difference and that what you're doing is enough. And then the last S in Oasis is support systems and learning how to listen to your own internal guidance and trusting it and being aware of it. Then there's also external support. And I think everyone needs people in their life that are able to give them perspective when perhaps they're in a triggered moment or they're hard on themselves. Like the support outside is so, so important. And every successful person has a mentor or a coach because they didn't, no one got, has gotten where they're at in life without that. I know I certainly have it or, or anyone for that. Oh, me matter. too. Me too. 
So having the right support and recognizing, you know, is that person really helping you see yourself in the best light? Because sometimes when people are not in a good place, they're just projecting their stuff onto you. So you, you know, you got to be, be mindful of like who, who you spend time with. And, and it's not that you ignore people. I, you know, I think sometimes it's like, oh, I, I can't be around that person, but it's, it's really about giving yourself grace, giving them grace, but choosing people that are truly going to help you be your best version in your life. Yeah, I love this. So just to recap so that everyone listening can write this down, can you go through the OASIS acronym one more time, the O-A-S-I-S? Yes. O is open to receive. A is awareness of your thoughts and emotions. S is softening the stories. And I is intentional living. S is support systems. And this is what I, I, I call bringing more heaven on earth because the heaven is that we want is always, always available. We can't always access it, but just knowing that it's there, that we can find this calm, that we are supported, that we are guided. I think that's an important piece that sometimes people forget, or maybe they don't even know just how loved and supported they are. Um, so you offer more courses on your website. Do you mind just touching on what those are about as well? Because I feel like so many people could learn from that. Yeah, I do have an online course called Tune In and Rise Above. I actually did a masterclass on that and then turned it into an online program. And it actually has my Oasis approach in there. So each module is on the opening to receive and the awareness and softening stories and being intentional and, and support systems and alignment. So it, it, all this boils down to finding your inner alignment um, so that you can be your, your strongest and best version of yourself. So that online course has all of those things in there. On my website, um, you can also find there's a free activation prayer that I created. It's um it's got a story of, of the, the prayer and why it's so powerful. Um, so you can download that for free and it's in audio or written form. And then I also have a meditation filling your alignment that's available. And oh then my if goodness. You, thank you, Amy. Yeah. Yeah. So you can, you can go to Amy Anfinson, A-N-F-I-N-S-O-N, um, dot com to the courses section and you can find that material. If anyone is wanting one-on-one support, you can sign up for an intuitive strategy session as well. You also have a book coming out, right? I do. I I am planning for it to come out in 2023. And it's called Blameless. Oh, I love it. Can you tell us like what we can expect from it? And can we pre-order? Tell us all about it. You can get on a waiting list on my website and just say you're interested in getting it. And then as soon as I get far enough along, you can you can do pre-orders. But um, this book was a message that I received from God when I was going through a really hard time, um, very challenged with um, my emotions and marriage and just, you know, raising kids and life. And I literally had started a Sunday school class because when I was a mother and my kids were young, I'm like, this is hard. Like it, Mm -hmm. it is hard hard. to make time for you and your kids and your husband. And if you're working like, and keep up the house, like 
our mind says, oh, I should be able to do everything I did before kids. No, <laughs> it's not possible. And to put that type of expectation on yourself is so hard. But that's where I was at. I was married to someone else at the time, and it, it was a very roller coaster kind of relationship. And so I started a Sunday school class called Lives of Purpose because I wanted support in my life. I knew I needed it. And there just wasn't anything around for for parents with young kids. So I started that class and I was teaching a story in the Bible and it was about Job. He had a, a very blessed life, but then he lost everything. I mean, I could really feel Job's pain because I, I could feel my marriage was about ready to be ended. We tried everything and separated a couple of times and I could feel like, oh my gosh, I know what Job feels like. When, when everything's going to be gone, we ended up with a very financially well-off life, but everything else had crumbled. And so I really was interested in this story. And then it was talking about blameless, that God saw favor in Job because he was blameless. And he literally returned his health, returned everything tenfold. So the story ended in a beautiful manner. And I thought, blameless, I don't know what blameless means. Like I truly asked God with an open and pure heart, like what is blameless? And I literally was awakened in the middle of the night with the answer. And I wrote it down and I wrote, I'm humbled and honored to receive this message. And I promise to share it with the right people. And in that moment, um, it was like really learning how to not blame yourself, blame someone else. You, it was like a, a learning how to just accept I am where I am. And in that moment of acceptance, I just felt this peace wash over me and it truly transformed my life. And I started to receive messages and I started to get guidance. My whole perspective of myself and my life began to change and I stopped fighting and pushing against and I started listening and it it transformed my life so much. And 10 years later, I found my journal and I'm looking back at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, I received tenfold when I started practicing this blameless state. It put me into my power, which I didn't even realize, not power as in force, but power in, in allowing things to be where they are. And I literally, within a year after receiving that message, I did have the strength to get through a divorce. Um, I didn't know how I was going to be able to move forward on a financial level, but that was taken care of as well. I was guided to my soulmate, who is now my husband of 15 years. I got off three medications, anxiety, depression, ADD. I healed arthritis down my spine that I'd had since high school. And um, I was guided to become a coach, a life coach, all in a 12-month period. And so that this book is a, what people can expect to receive is, is how to remove the blame that they have in their own life towards themselves, towards another person, towards a situation so they can step into their own empowerment and live the life in an authentic way and let, let the things in that their heart desires.
Mm, that is so powerful. It's going to be some stories. I, I will be sharing stories that I probably have not ever shared before, um, but also tools and techniques of like, and why, why is it important to operate in a blameless state? Like something, you know, something happens and it is amazing how quickly we blame. And that's, I, I have great parents, but there's always a finger pointed. Like when something went wrong, someone was to blame. So I literally couldn't even fathom operating in a blameless state because I, that's just how I grew up. And it's honestly how my previous marriage that was so rocky, um, that's what we lived in. We blame one another. And so it's life-changing when you can keep that perspective and, and you recognize it and then you shift it and then you step back into your power. It really builds your confidence in knowing that no matter what life brings you, you can get through it. We certainly can. So... I'm, I'm excited about it coming out and I'm, I'm hoping to, uh, to help a lot of people to re- release all that heavy energy that they've been hanging on to. Cause we've all had it. We've all had traumas and triggers and life experiences. And the sooner we let go, the, the lighter we are in life and the more we can live out our purpose and our impact and, and enjoy life because life is to be enjoyed. And we live in a time where there's so much that comes at us and we have to really be mindful and keep it all in perspective because we really live in a time where we have everything at our fingertips, like anything that we want can come in so quickly. And when we can keep it in perspective, then we're, we're able to, to live the life we came here for. And so that's what I'm hoping more people get to, to live life full out, free of blame and resentment and shame. That is so beautiful. I am really excited to get a hand on that book. <laughs> so I hope we can talk more about this in the future. And when we have more of a date, like where can we figure out when it's going to be? Do we, do you have any idea? Do you think it'll be like later in the year or it's probably going to be later in the year. The chapters are still being written. So I'm just going to, I'm going to shoot for fall of 2023. But if, if you're interested, you can go to the website and just get on the waiting list. And so as soon as I have information, I'll, I'll be sending out emails for that. Do you keep people updated on social media or like how can people kind of stay in tune with what you're doing or, you know, connect with you there? Yeah, you can go to on Facebook, Amy Anfinson Coaching, and I post um, normally two or three times a week. So there's there's messages there that bring relief and soothing and help you you know find your alignment. Um, I also have Instagram account um, under Amy Anfinson. I have a LinkedIn as well, Amy Anfinson, um, and then my website, amyanfinson.com. So multiple ways. Um, if you go to my website, you can actually get on my weekly wisdom. So I send out an email every, every week, um, with just reminders. Like we all need reminders of how to keep finding our, our calm, finding our alignment and, and living out our best lives. So I feel like some people also feel like, you know, with the whole instant gratification thing, it made me think of people want like a quick fix, right? So, you know, I, I feel like, and tell me what you think, but 
this whole idea is really a lifelong process, right? Like this isn't life is hard sometimes and it doesn't matter, you know, how much we're practicing something. These are tools that like you'll use consistently in your life. Doing these steps are not going to make your struggles necessarily disappear, but this is how you guide yourself in the right direction instead of down this negative hole or negative emotions per se. Is, is that kind of what you feel like as well? 100%. I, I remember when I first became a coach and I started having like this awakening of like, oh my gosh, I can like control my thoughts better. And, yeah. and I thought, oh my gosh, I found the answer. And then it's like, oh no, every day is a new day. And every day you use these tools over and over. And the key is to never beat yourself up just because you have a tool and one day it works and then the next day it doesn't work. It's, it's to keep an open mind because the most important thing is to really listen to your inner guidance. Your inner guidance will always be encouraging and loving and supportive and will guide you to what's going to be most helpful to you. So you, we, we have to really be aware of each day. How can we be kind to ourselves? How can we have compassion with ourselves? And then in doing so, we fill our cup up and then it overflows to others. But so much of the time, if we're trying to help everybody else and we don't take time to fill our cup up, then we're going to project our frustration and our anger um, to others. So it is an everyday process of just checking in, just like you have to feed your body food for fuel every day. You, you want to do this, but it does. We don't want to make it like this hard thing that I have to do, but it's this thing I want to do for myself. I want to find my alignment. I want to find my connection. I want to remember the truth versus the the challenges that come. Like everything is temporary. That's the one of the things I used, um, especially in the beginning to like help myself remember this is temporary. Whatever emotion I'm feeling, it's temporary and I will get through this. And I think you know, we, we were not ever really taught, like, how do we talk to ourselves and be become, you know, we have a, I used to think I had the biggest inner critic there was, but then after 15 years of coaching, everybody thought their inner critic was the worst. I'm like, okay, so we all have an inner critic. <laughs> and so, but what we want to do is we want to keep softening that inner critic and help it become more of a inner cheerleader. And it's, it's not being mad at yourself, but it's embracing all parts of you and just allowing yourself to be all of those things <laughs> that you experience. Yeah, that's so good. I literally was just telling my husband this morning. I'm like, because we have we're in the stage where we have all these little kids and we're pulled in sports and volunteering at school and we both work and we both have these passions and, you know, and then we're trying to like still develop our relationship and keep that healthy. And it's hard. And I literally looked at him this morning and I was like, okay, like we can do hard things. Like we're in this really busy phase of life. But I'm like, if we looked at this in a bigger perspective, like we're going to be together for 60 years. We've already been together for 12, you know, like I'm just thinking, I'm, I know I'm going to live at least till I'm 90. And <laughs> this is like a, such a small like portion of our lives. And this is hard, but like grace is so important in this stage. I feel like that we're in. And so we just, every day we remind, we try to talk about like, 
our needs, wants, like how we're feeling. And then like, how can I give you grace? Because, um, we're just really in the thick of it. I feel like in our marriage and raising children and the busyness of life. And so, yeah, I think, you know, I feel like the things that you, um, like the whole Oasis approach, you know, can, is so important for each of us to do. And then also for each other. It's in those moments where you feel like this is so hard. It is broader picture. Like you, you become an observer. So you're not so attached to everything. You kind of step back and you observe the bigger picture. And I love that you're like, well, we've got 60 years. My husband, he, he always says, Oh, I, I wish I had time to do this. He's like, Oh, we got the rest of our life. And I'm like, I love that. <laughs> oh, we have the rest of our life, you know, because anytime we put ourselves in that rush, got to get things done, it feels constricted. So I love that, that bigger perspective and reminding yourself, you got all these years. And that's such an important piece to be able to, to pull yourself out of the day to day. Another thing that my husband and I do, and I, I think it's so important in marriages is to take time to appreciate one another because sometimes we forget washing dishes, cooking, even the littlest stuff, right? It feels like no one notices. And I've been on both sides where I was doing all of that. And my husband, I've been times where I've been working all the time. My husband does all of that. I always just want to make sure that we are appreciating no matter how big or small, like it's it's seen like he blew the, the leaves off the front porch. I thanked him for it because I want to notice what he's doing and remind him um, how much he is appreciated. And anytime one of us gets stressed, our go-to is, so what do you appreciate? <laughs> because appreciation is the highest vibration you can operate in. So if you can practice getting into that place of appreciating each other, no matter how crazy it gets, it helps them remember who they are. We should end and begin our day with three things we appreciate about each other. <laughs> I mean, I think it's a wonderful, we've been doing it for practically 15 years and it's, it's an amazing marriage when you continue to see each other on that soul level instead of uh, the lack level that we can get caught up in, in life. Yeah. I think that's so important to be aware of too, because I'll be honest, um, sometimes I get into this thing where it's like, okay, well I'm, I'm doing these things consistently. And then I'm like, why am I praising him for doing the dishes when I do them every day? I think like if it's really like changing our mindset, right. On how we're viewing that. And then having the conversation, like, because we all want to be appreciated. And so if you're on the same page on how we're going to appreciate each other on a daily basis, then we can both feel out of appreciation and maybe not get so stuck in the, I did this, you did this. Yes. Yes. That's such a great point because when you think about appreciations, you're doing it for your energy state, not for them, not for them. And so when you recognize it's, it's a gift to you to be able to appreciate and whether they receive it, cause it goes back to that receiving thing, whether he received it or not, doesn't matter you're sharing it because you're looking at it, that lens of appreciation, because it's really easy to focus on what, what didn't get done, what, what they missed. And oh, that is so good. Yeah. We got to keep That's it all. Good point. That is a good point. Oh my goodness. This is so good, Amy. I just, I am so thankful for your time today and that you came on here to be with us. Like 
I am so grateful and I can't wait to stay in contact and get your book and read it. Well, thank you for having me. I, I think what you're doing is amazing as well. Being a mother and working and having a family, keeping the relationships going, like it's it's a lot. And so we just have to keep giving ourselves compassion. So thank you for, for what you're doing and thank you for having me on here. Oh, okay. Until next time, I'm sending you a big hug. All right. You too. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Life Without Secrets. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Once again, thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you in the next episode.